Okay. So, I am getting... (laughs) It's so... I, like, think it's hilarious when I talk about past jobs I've had because... I just bring it all out. I bring it out to the table. And it's just hilarious how much shit that happens in the moment that I just let slide. I feel like with age, I'm starting to not let things happen, which is great and all. But, like, in the moment, looking at the past, I'm like, bitch, why the fuck did you, like, let that happen? Or, like, what the fuck was going on? Or, like... That shit's crazy. So, yeah. I am going to talk about after Buffalo Exchange. So, when the whole thing of Buffalo Exchange went down, with that stupid cunt Katie and those fucking weirdos, who I just recently saw, all so fake, all so... It just makes me mad. They literally, there's just certain people from Buffalo Exchange that only talk about Buffalo Exchange. And it's like, come on. Let's move on. Like, Shannon, I invited to my wedding party. Love her. So fun. I was so drunk by the time she got there. But Shannon, I can hang out with. Shannon's beautiful. I haven't seen Sierra in forever. But I've heard from the great... Vine that Sierra is lovely to hang out with, and I would love to hang out with Sierra. I'm actually planning to hang out with Sierra soon. I've just been so busy and hypersexual per usual. Um, Haley and Jill, I've heard, are s- like, oh my god. I've heard that they are literal, like, the worst people to hang out with together. Like, they just hate each other and they're so mean to each other and it's just a toxic relationship. But on their own, they're fine from what I've heard. Um, Manny, I've heard, just talks about Buffalo Exchange. Jules, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Jules. Um, who, uh, James, I heard, got super drunk and, like, yelled at everyone and is, like, the, like, a bitch now. Well, he always was a bitch, but, like, now no one likes him, I guess. Emma just was weird. I don't know. McKenna, I love McKenna. McKenna's so nice. Melissa is literally just a puppet to the company, um, so. Fuck her. <gasps> what is that big bug? Outside me. What? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. I might kill myself. Anyway. Back, like, it was like a spot Like that. Uh-uh. I see it. It's like a spider. Okay. Crazy. I just had, like, the worst sex. I mean, actually, it wasn't the worst sex I've ever had. But man just kept putting, like, poppers in my nose, like, plugging my nose. I was kind of, like, living for it. But I was also, like, you know, like, 
it makes me so anxious to do anything nowadays, like drink, all that. Like, I'm a sober queen. Like, so lame of me, but it's true. Um, yeah. I literally have to get up so early for work tomorrow, and I'm just... I'm so, mm-mm. It stormed at work tonight, and we put everything away, like, shittily. Shittily. Terribly. Horribly. So, that's great, but... Sorry. Sorry. So, but I was like, I need to put out an episode for for my fans. You know, I need to put out a good quality episode. Um, that's very enticing. And I talk about just exciting things. So here you are. Anyway, so Buffalo wrapped up. Just recently did I find out that when I was filing for unemployment during one of my depressed months, which I will get into, um, Katie, that motherfucking bitch, if I ever see her on the street, yo, I'm throwing a boiling cup of McDonald's coffee in her face. And I am going to trip her in her sketchers and make sure I dump a bottle of mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know why this is so, like, <laughs> on her Nordstrom BP black dress. And I am going to. throw a cigarette at her. That's what I have to say. She told, she filed my, what is the word for like when you're getting fired? Hmm. Termination. There it is. She filed my termination as a resignation because I wasn't there to sign this bullshit paperwork because I already told you I cried. I went in her office. She was firing me. I had lost my phone. People were getting into my credit cards and all that stupid shit. And my nudes were my screensaver. And I was very upset and I was very emotional. And she was the fakest cunt in the world. The fakest goddamn bitch cum dump slut in the fucking world. And I came back later to sign the paperwork. And she said she had already done it. But oh well. So unemployment will not will not give me any money for at least a year. It has to refresh into the new tax season. Um, So, fuck that. So upset. But whatever, it's fine. It's, It's great! So, the gag of it all was, though, that I was fired, but I was going to quit. I wasn't sure yet if I was going to quit because I didn't know if the film job I was taking was going to work out because I was supposed to, I was put on trial for 
being a wardrobe PA. Um, so I wasn't, it was confusing. The woman, Natalie Como, that I met, frequently shopped at Buffalo Exchange for the movie. Um, honest to God, I feel like she was just bullshitting half the time and just kikiing around and wasting time and whatever and stupid things, but that's, and that's why she was in there, but whatever. She was wearing, I remember it to this day. She was wearing a whole Brandy Love whole shirt and everyone was like, look at her shirt, like a whole blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And I just thought it was like a sex thing. I was like, oh, like homegirl saying she's just a whole, like it's the gag, like that's what's so funny because she's saying like it's just making fun of like the whole idea of being like a sec you know you know um it was not I was totally wrong maybe I'm not maybe Brandy loves is it even Brandy love or am I thinking Brandy Brandy Love is a porn star, but, like, wait. What? Uh-uh, I don't think it's Brandy Love. Anyway, someone's album is called Hole. Oh, my God. I searched Hole, Brandy Love, and it's showing Glory Hole, Brandy Love. Shit is so funny. And I don't know. I thought it was an album. Bro, now I'm so confused. Oh my god. It's what's their name? Oh my goodness. It's whole live through this by whoever the fuck that is. She said Olivia Rodrigo was or the artist is whole. Oh, anyway, thank you for solving that with me. That is so goddamn funny. I am so goddamn stupid, but it's okay. So I checked Natalie out. We talked and she was like, um, I think she was on cocaine. I think she had just taken the biggest line longer than my penis line and came to Buffalo Exchange. Reminds me of the time that I met this girl that was high as fuck. Um, sorry, I'm having severe anxiety from these poppers, but it's fine. Who reminded me of this girl that was high as fuck that I hung out with after work and she paid for all my drinks at Buffalo Exchange. And she was literally like, I found out later. She's like racist as fuck. I do not follow her anymore. I do not hang out with her anymore. And yeah. She had the worst, like, 
photoshopped as fuck, this girl. And literally had, like, eyeliner all over her eyes at all hours of the day. All out, eyeliner all over her eyes at all hours of the day. But anyway, so Natalie, like, was like, let me get your number. I think you would be really great at this. Have you ever thought of this? Blah, 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 blah. Let's get matcha. Here's my favorite place, Chacha Matcha. Which is why I started going to Chacha Matcha, because Natalie brought me there. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Like, let's get coffee. So, one, she got my number because she doesn't have very many friends in New York, which I would later to discover. And she wanted to hang out with me. Keep in mind, she's older. I forgot how old she is, but she just had a baby. Um, and she's been texting me, emailing me, trying to reach out to me for this Mickey Mouse jacket I have of hers. That is just, like, sitting here. But she's, like, texting me, being like, I'm so broke. Like, please, can I send an Uber to get this Mickey Mouse jacket? And I'm like, girl, an Uber? If you're so broke? Maybe it's, like, a rare... Maybe it's a rare thing. Maybe I'll search it right now, and it's rare. Let's see. Um, girl, I don't see it. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. So the day comes that I meet her for coffee. I'm right on time because the office of the production, um, Oh Horizon by written and directed by Mackenzie Sackler. Their office for the wardrobe, like their headquarters, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, was located across the street from Buffalo Exchange in Chelsea. Um, It was like the Chobani. So funny. It was the Chobani, like, headquarters. Well, old headquarters. Or offices or whatever the fuck. In New York. Before it was whatever. And obviously, you could tell that it was a fucking... um, Big budget because who the fuck can afford? Like, this whole space was, like, so expensive. Natalie told me it was, like, 60K a month. And they've had it for, like, three months or something. And shit is crazy. It was a big space and there was barely anything in there. And there was, like, a kitchen. There was a lot of fucking bathrooms. It was nice as fuck. I was living in there. Um... Yeah. So. I meet her there. She comes down. We go get matcha. She's bringing up the whole idea. I didn't... She wants me to, like, basically go up to the office, meet everyone, see how I feel, you know, get a feel for it, and then go from there. So she basically offered me a position. Like a test run, a trial. And I was like, okay, that's great. Like, let's let's go for it. Like, I'm kind of nervous and I have no experience, but let's do it. Um, go up there after getting the draft of Chacha Matcha. So goddamn good. It's already chilled. It's coconut. It's matcha. It's, 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 it's good. Um, definitely not the best matcha in New York, but it's good. Like, 
fast food matcha like it's good. So we get up to the office and we get up to the office. I'm like having a stroke. I'm so sorry. Anxiety makes me like, I hate my life. So we get up to the office, as I've said two times now, and I meet this nerdy girl sitting at the computer. Her name is Hannah. For a second, I forgot her name, which is why I was calling her the nerdy girl at the computer. So lovely, so nice. Would I hang out with her outside of work? No. Um, Rebecca, mother figure, looked great. So radiant and youthful. Great smile. Um, spitting image of Jennifer Gardner, though. Is it Gardner? No, it's Gardner. Or is it Gardner? I don't fuck know. Anyway, spitting image of her. Wonderful human. Would bring bagels to work, like, every fucking morning because she got, like, reimbursed and everything. But, like, sweetest woman ever. I still follow her on Instagram. Um, yeah. And I forgot the other girl's name, but I was like besties with her. Like she was so goddamn funny. Homegirl was, did not take anything fucking seriously. Um, was so like, we were like not friends at first. Like I feel like she was rude, but then we became friends. R and Natalie, like, started butting heads as the production went on. So, I'll get into that. But, yeah. I met everyone. I didn't get to meet the costume. Just, or did I? I don't remember if I met um, Amy and Shamisha when I first went to the office. They definitely weren't there. They were probably on set or something. Um, Yeah. What the fuck? Sarah was... Is that her name? Sarah was this shopper who was, like, the biggest... Not to me, but she was just, like, from what I heard, the biggest bitch. And, like, she lived in Williamsburg. And she was just... Homegirl, like, was a buyer. So she just bought, like, the most random shit and would buy herself, like, umbrellas and all this crazy shit. And we'd be like, girl, what are you doing? But she was great. She was great. I never had a problem with her. I just thought she was annoying because, like, she was lazy and tiny and whatever else. But, like, yeah. I forgot the driver, the chauffeurs, the chauffeur, chauffeurs. How do you, chauffeurs, name, who drove Amy around all the time, Amy and Shamisha. I fucking forgot their name. I have everyone's contacts in my flip phone, though. So, like, if I pulled up my flip phone, I could tell you. But my flip phone... Actually, is my flip phone dead or is it alive? I fucking hope it's alive. Let's see. But anyway, so I met everyone and was immediately offered, like, the fucking position. Um... Long oh, here she is. Do you think she's charged? I feel like I charged her. Ah, she's not fucking charged. I fucking charged her, though. 
this flip phone has gotten me through hell. Like, like, maybe I should charge this flip phone. I'm so close to getting rid of my iPhone, if you want me to be completely honest. I hate social media. I hate it. I do this podcast. I don't fucking know why. I love it, but, like, it's so unhealthy to do this. I, like preach and say that it helps with my I mean it does help with my anxiety but like I feel like there's definitely better ways to cope with my trauma and everything and this just is doing like a half ass job but I hello I fucking have like a splinter in my foot and yeah Please, I'm in the hallway. I have to piss so goddamn bad. I'm growing my eyebrows back. But anyway, what was I saying? I'm pissing. I'm so sorry. Um, so the flip phone is dead, so I don't know the driver's name. No, it was Gabe. I do know. I remembered. See, my brain isn't that fucked up. I felt like the poppers, like, had mushed my brain, but that's so not true. (gasps) Is this one of my razors? (gasps) Are you dead ass fucking kidding me? No fucking way did this man take my fucking razor. I'm gonna kill myself if it is. (gasps) Uh... Oh, bro. No, this has to be my razor. This mooching man thinks he can take everything because he's pretty. Well, let me tell you. Okay. I can't check right now. That's fine. Why is there raid out? Okay. So Gabe drove Miss Amy around all the time. I never really met Mackenzie Sackler. I just knew she was around. And when I... So they offered me to come back. And I was like, of course I could come back. The thing was my work schedule was like fucking with it. So... I had to go get COVID tested too, which I remember was the biggest pain in the ass because they had a very big budget, like I was telling you. So they would send everyone to like these expensive testing labs and like send at home testing strips or whatever. And I couldn't do it for my life. I had so much shit going on when all this was going down. I was working at Buffalo. I was moving out of my apartment and I was also trying to do this production and I was moving in with Sean shit was my brain was scrambled I was so mentally unwell thank god I'm better um right thank god I'm better so not true but the gag is that I fucked up the COVID test I (laughs) didn't do it right at all Um, and I 
like they wanted me to work but I had to get like make sure that I was negative and it wasn't working so then Natalie kept sending like ubering me COVID tests bro and they just I couldn't do it right for me so then she finally was like go to the like lab and get it done and then whatever came back negative I had moved into Sean's I had just gotten fired from Buffalo Exchange and they wanted me to do this film full time until the movie wrapped and I agreed. So this is really when my panic attacks first started. Which says a lot because I was living with Sean. That's why the panic attacks really started. Um, so goddamn funny. So not funny. But it was 12 hour days that I started working. Fil- no one talks about... I, watching TVs and shit, I never would have thought that it was, like, a 12-hour day. Like, bitches be, like, doing the most for films. And, yeah. So, I'm working. I'm going home, sleeping in that disgusting, motherfucking, roach-infested apartment with mold in the bathroom and my clothes stacked up on the fucking mattress that I was sleeping on. I would pick my outfit. I would put my shoes on in bed because there was piss all over the fucking floors and spiders and roaches and dust and hair and whatever the fucking, like, cigarettes. Just, like, I was, mm -mm. I would work those long shifts, come home. Sean would literally, like, sexually assault me. And I would go to bed and I would do it all again the next day. And I would drink heavily after work because I was making a decent amount of money when I was doing this. And I had expected to keep my rent at two. I was paying $250 to live with Sean. And it was good. I had paid him up front, all cash. And it was fine. And the thing was, when I was working at Buffalo Exchange, I spoke up about it because I wanted someone to maybe help me out. I was scared, but, like, everyone just made it into kind of a joke, I feel. Which sucked because, yeah, Melissa was always being like, well, I hope you make it here alive for your next shift. And I'd be like, that is not fucking funny. And okay. And they talked all this being like, we love you so much. If you need anything, like we are not just your coworkers. Like we are your family. Literally dropped me the second they fired me. Literally no one spoke to me. And then my phone was stolen. And I was working on this film with a flip phone. And everyone's always texting you. Everyone's always trying to get updates and shit. I would have to call people on my flip phone. I had no music that I could, like, listen to while I was running all these errands or whatever. I was living like a New Yorker. I was going to a cafe, sitting down, having coffee, and waiting for what to do next. Finding the store that I had to return the clothing at. Through just an address, you know. It was, it was, I mean, it taught me a lot about New York. If you ask someone my age where something is in New York, 
guarantee you they don't know where it is. And I can tell you. Unless it's, like, Bronx or Harlem. I could point you in that way. But, like, I know Brooklyn very well. And I know Manhattan very well. And Queens. I feel I know deep Queens. Because of, like, my last job on film. But, yeah. And... Yeah. I slowly started becoming more friends with everyone that I was working with. And I was learning how... Like, the technical stuff of the film industry and... Working as a wardrobe PA. It wasn't a union. Natalie wanted to train me. The thing with Natalie was she was very helpful. I will say she got me into the film industry, but she wanted to keep me for herself. Like she wasn't giving out my name as like recommendations or like. I'm, I literally just got like a. Um, I literally just got like. A fucking... What is her name? Oh, my God. I don't know. I was getting, like, a flashback for a second. My brain be doing that shit. Um... Yeah. Um, girl did not want to help me out. She wanted me to be her fucking PA all the time because everyone loved me. Which... Whatever. I mean, who doesn't love me? But, yeah, so she taught me, like, how she did things. She taught me this, sometimes she taught me the standard of the film industry. And then other times she taught me the way that she does things. But everything was so fucked up when it was happening. Like, no one was filing things correctly. No one was keeping the fucking receipts. Like, it was, like, such a shit show. It, uh -uh uh-uh. Which is why it was fun. But I didn't really learn much. I'm just kidding. I did learn a lot. I just didn't... Uh, What's the right... How should I say this? I don't even know. (sighs) Whatever. I don't... I don't... I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But... Since it was such a shit show, I was taking advantage of it. And I was getting lunch. Lunch was on the film. Like, on the production. So, we would get lunch every day. We would order as a team and sit down. Or if you were out doing things, like, you could get lunch wherever. We had credit cards to use. Multiple credit cards. Um, And, yeah. Basically, my job was just returning things. Finally... The receipt, the date that it was purchased, the card that it was purchased on, all that shit, and then being able to return it. If need be. They were buying crazy shit. Like, there was no reason to buy Bottega Veneta, Versace. Like, that's insane. Like, that... Was insane. I don't know whose idea it was to do that, but 
I also learned, I thought I knew a lot about shopping, but I didn't. I learned about, like, the stores that um, films and productions usually go to. I have a whole list of stores and their return policies in my phone. Um, and yeah, you just kind of have to be a nice person to be like a good PA, a nice, stern person, which I feel I am. And I got to dress how I wanted all the time too, which was good. Um, it was a morning job too, so I would wake up, get a coffee, and go to work. Natalie was always late. I would get there early. No, it wasn't even that early. It was like 10 minutes early, yo. I would get a coffee if I was 20 minutes early, and then I would go to the office. But I would usually get a coffee because homegirl was like 30 minutes late, and she had the keys to the fucking building. So I guess you could come in like when you wanted to, which is fucking so... It was, I don't know. Homegirl would come in and be like, I'm so hungover. I'm so this, I'm so that. And we'd all be like, okay. I'd be eating my bagel. I'd be like, girl, shut the fuck up. Like, let me eat my bagel and then we could talk. She was so besties with me. I feel like everyone else hated her. And then when I first got there, I was besties with her. And then it switched. I feel like I became besties with everyone else. And then Natalie was just fucking up so much that everyone's like, we are not hiring this bitch back. So, yeah. So I would get there, establish what was going on with the day, and then go from there. Weekends off. So I had guaranteed 12 hours pay and weekends off, which was wonderful, a set schedule so I could plan ahead. I knew I had money to do things ahead. Um, the th- But it was, like, after work, like, I couldn't do things. And on the weekends, I was fucking exhausted. So there were some ups and downs. Um, yeah. Then, yo, there was this one time that this woman went to, not this I went to, not this woman went to. Well, she went to extremes, but I went to return. Like, it was, like, towards the end, and we had so much to, like, return. And I went to the Reese store. And this, like, I went up to the counter, and I was in Soho. And I was like, I'm just here to, like, return things, blah, blah, blah. I was so nice about it. No one wanted to help me. I was standing at the counter for, like, 30 goddamn minutes. I was like, can someone, like help me return this. Like, I don't understand what's going on. And they were like, yeah, a manager needs to do it. And then, like, walked away. And I was like, well, like, is the manager coming? I've been waiting really long. Like, I just was hoping to return this. And the manager came, and she was like, did not want to help me. So goddamn mean. Threw a fucking shirt at me because there was deodorant on it, which there wasn't. And said that if we wanted to, like, do like, rent things for production. There was a certain way to do it. You can't just buy things and return it like this. And blah, 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 blah. And so goddamn stupid. So ridiculous. And honestly, at the end of the day, Natalie was right when she said 
that these people were just jealous and that I was have that I had the cooler job and they were in the loser job. So working retail sucks. What can I say about it? But not me saying but take a shot every time I say but or like during this episode. Like that's crazy. I would walk past Buffalo Exchange every goddamn day. And I would see Katie and her miserable ass smoking cigarettes outside. And I'd be like, sorry, girl. Sucks to be... Sucks to be a lowlife who can't... Get a good job. Like, girl did... And I'm sure her homegirl went to college. I could white page her ass right now. All that would come up would be a horrible selfie from her Instagram. And a picture of her ugly as fuck wedding dress. Yeah. So the movie was wrapping up. Things were going good. Natalie, all of us started, like, hanging out more, I feel. And, like, being closer. Bitches were just, like, drunk on the job all the time. Like, Shamisha, like, I feel, had a bottle of wine, like, more than once. More than a few times. Amy didn't drink. From what I heard, she was an alcoholic. So she stopped drinking. Um, Who else? Rebecca, like, didn't. I obviously did. Before my anxiety started getting horrible. Um... I, like, can't remember her name for the life of me. Maybe she's in my phone, bro. I feel like her name started with a D. Anyway, Genesis. Genesis was her name, bro. Genesis just did not gaff. Girl was so goddamn funny. We would be drinking. Natalie would go buy us whatever whatever and she'd be like you guys are like not grateful and she'd be so like annoying to us and be like you need to like get your shit together like do you see where you are now like you could get your career like so far like all this bullshit me and genesis were just like girl like please we were all convinced that she was just doing drugs like the entire shift her dad pen was like obviously that's just weed like whatever but like she was constantly high on marijuana, at least. But she would go in the bathroom, and all you would hear was, <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, my God. We'd be like, uh-uh. And then she would come out, like, bugging. Girl would drive the van, like, 80 miles per hour, down, like, a 40, with, like, people crossing the street. And I'd be like, girl, are you going to get us killed? I drove the car. They made me start driving. I did not want to start driving, but they made my... They literally, without Apple Maps, they made me drive around New York City with a flip phone. And people would be texting me while I was driving, and I'd be like, girl, I cannot respond on this phone. Call me. Like, while I was driving. Like, that was insane. Um, yeah. What happened after that? 
Genesis was a terrible driver, too. Like, Genesis was, like, from New York, and, like, you could tell. You could tell I was from Ohio, like, suburban Ohio, by the way I drove. Rebecca drove probably the best out of all of us. Um, everyone loved Rebecca. We would go to the parking garages. These bitches would, like, love Rebecca. Because you weren't supposed to, like, walk in and out of the parking garages. But she would keep bags in there and she would go in there, go back, be so fun with the parking people. Like, homegirl had everyone wrapped around her finger, could return anything. And it was just, like, she, she was magic. She was magic. She was a fairy. Um... Yeah. What else? Um, well, now I know... Moral of the story, I know how to drive in New York now. At first, I was so overwhelmed and I was so scared. But it's quite easy. You just have to be rude and, like, just go. It also was easier because that wasn't my car, so... Well, actually, I... mm, Wait, I take that back. I, if it was my car, like, I would not give a fuck if I got in an accident. Like, my car would be, like, scratched the fuck up, and I'd be like, that's fine, that's great. Like, let's move on. Um, yeah. 41 minutes already, period. Okay. So anyway, back to like, so when we started hanging out more, Natalie would like convince me to go out with her after work. I did not want to most of the times. Homegirl would go on dates with people and be like, wait around, like if the date goes south, like I want to come hang out with you. And I'd be like, girl, we have to work at like eight tomorrow. Like I'm fucking tired. Like I need to go to bed. I'm being abused in the house I live in. Like I am mentally not well and I don't want to go home drunk. I just want to go home and sleep. Like, I... Like, uh uh-uh. And, yeah. She just got on my nerves. Like, I just feel like... I Like, we hung out 12-hour shifts together. Like, uh... Like, please... Let me take a break. Ugh, whatever. At the time... I was not friends with Kendra either. Like, I would walk past Buffalo Exchange and I would see, like, Kendra in the window. And I'd be like, damn. I wish I was still friends with Kendra. Like, I miss her so much. Kendra's so pretty. Thank God we became friends after that. Because she started working at Champers. And I had my... I had my production money. So I went to go see her at Champers one day. And then everything went... Like, everything worked out. I remember that night so vividly. It was after production had wrapped. My paychecks were lagging was the thing. But I had gotten a few. I wasn't paying rent because I had emergency moved out of Sean's apartment. And I was sleeping on Jill's couch. I smell like B.O. right now. But that's besides this point. Um, 
Yeah, and I went to Champers, and I found the apartment that I am currently living in. So, Kendra is my good luck charm. Kendra brings good energy and good... Kendra gives good hugs. Yeah. So... Yeah. I just think Natalie was too much. And expected a lot more. But she was just obnoxious, which is why no one wanted to hang out with her. And she was our manager, too. Like, girl... She wanted to, like, shit-talk the co-workers with me. And I'd be like, girl... I, like, get along with everyone. I feel like I'm doing great. Yeah. But I did go out with her a few times. I won't lie. Like, she offered to pay. That was her thing. You know those people that are like, come out with me, like... And then you're like, no. And then they're like, come out with me. Like, I'll pay. And then you're like, okay. Um, yeah. So that's what was up. What else? What else? What else? I don't want to forget anything about this movie. Oh, Did I even explain Mackenzie Sackler? Mackenzie Sackler is part of the Big Pharma family. And horrible people responsible for the opioid epidemic. And that's why everyone quit. Because that documentary just came out. The Oscars, whatever. And everyone was like, fuck this family. So, yeah. So funny. But not funny. Which is how I got the job. And then everyone cultured me. And was like, you don't know who this bitch is? And I was like, no, should I? And then they were like, yeah. So I found out. But I still finished working with them. Because they were like, take your coin and go. And that's period. And I'd be like... If you say it like that, sure, I guess. So, yeah. They had a huge budget for the movie. And the movie, it's called... Hopefully her ass don't sue me for this because it's not out yet. But the movie... No, 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 no. Let me Google this. It is about... No, because there's a Wikipedia page about it. Okay. Oh, Horizon is an upcoming American sci-fi comedy drama film. Sci-fi comedy drama film. That's... Too much. Written and directed by Mackenzie. Oh. Madeline. Oh, my motherfucking Jesus Christ. I said her name the entire time wrong. Madeline Sackler. Not Mackenzie. Please. I'm so funny. It stars Maria. Bakalova as Abby, a gifted neuros- neuroscientist. Neuroscientist? Or is it neuro? Neuro. It's probably neuro. Who uses her career to bury the grief over her recent deceased dad, David. Uh-uh. I don't know that. Uh-uh. That name's too hard to pronounce. As her late father, Warren. And Adam Polly as Sam a computer programmer who helps Abby reconnect who helps Abby 
reconnect her with her father. And that's the plot. Oh, no, here's the plot. Abby, a Abby, a brilliant young neuroscientist, oh my God, who has recently lost her father, Warren, and drowns her grief by spending her days working with a monkey named Dory. Please. Abby meets a programmer, Sam, who has created a technology that reconnects Abby with her beloved father. Her relationship with her digitalized dad then forces her to re-examine everything about her romantic relationships to her life's work. Bro, I don't know any of these people. Variety said the actress should is a breakout star. Okay, she works with Louis Vuitton. Okay. She appeared on two of Forbes magazine's annual 30 under 30 list. Okay. W featured her in their annual best performances. Okay. Variety named her among the women who have made an impact on the global entertainment industry. Okay. I take it back. I just, I just, maybe she's on Instagram. Let's see. Give me one second. But anyway, that was the movie. It was like, not that interesting. Again, like, What? Okay. Damn. Okay, this bitch. Uh-uh. She was on the L cover. Wait a minute. No fucking way. She was in Marvel? Uh-uh. Was she actually? Damn, bro. I guess she's... Okay, take it back. What? Okay. She was in Body, Body, Bodies. Okay, she kind of ate. I give it to her. Wait a minute. I give her some credit. She must have got a fat stack of cash to work in this film. I'll tell you that much. Okay. I don't know anyone else, though. I'm, I am I saw people come in for fittings, and I would always give them, like, dirty looks and whatever. But, yeah. Um, What else? Natalie sucked at her job. She never got water or food for us. Which she was supposed to have, like, things. The, she had, like, a budget of, like, things that she could get for, like, the office. Like, water and snacks and whatever. And she would get, like, these 
probiotic like shots or whatever and it was like everyone's like girl why are you buying that and not getting just like normal shit because they were like 80 bucks whatever they were kind of good i had a lot of them so but like girl why would you get them um yeah Okay. Okay. So production was wrapping. I met everyone that worked on like the sets and so, well, I really hadn't like met the people that worked on the sets, like that were in wardrobe. There was people that worked on sets and there was like the PA set would just bring things to sets, which I was. So when we started closing everything down, and everything was horrible and returns were all I was doing and we stayed longer than we were supposed to on set on production returning everything yeah so we had to clean out the place a lot of Amy's things disappeared I remember that um I was sad at the end of it. Um, There was a rap party. I didn't go to it. Natalie tried to get me to go to it. But I went up to White Plains that weekend because I was trying to escape Sean. And I'm pretty sure it was... That was the weekend I slept with Ryan. That was my first weekend up in White Plains. If you want me to be completely honest. Um, I kind of fucking miss it. But it was so toxic. Yeah. What else? I don't know. I can't stop thinking about this hookup that I just had. Let me get it off my chest. I know this has nothing to do with, like... This is so dirty, but, like, should I say it out loud? Honestly, I don't gaff. Who even listens to this podcast? Barely anyone. So, this man had been... Had been... Had been came in twice. Had been combed in twice. And I ate his ass. He sat on my face. And he was shoving poppers into my face. And then he started riding my dick and then started fucking me. And it was so awkward because I literally came in like four seconds. Not because I'm a quick comer, but like I had been touching. Okay, I have been touching myself for like a long time before he came over. And this is why I had him over because I was really just desperate. I am so mean that I made this man, he called an Uber, came over here. I didn't let him in. He started going back. I texted him. I told him to come back. He came back. I made him wait outside for 30 minutes, and then he came inside. So, and it was worth it because he texted me and said, that was really hot. Like, let's do it again. So, who is the sexiest twink in Bush, in Bedstuy? Not Bushwick. Kill myself. Me. Yeah. 
So, production wrapped. Natalie was supposed to move on to another film with Amy, and I was supposed to come with them. But they didn't want her because of her bad, like, work ethic. Genesis has got had gotten into a car accident, and they dropped her from the f- production early. Um... What else? Shamisha was, like, a smartass towards the end and, like, trying to fix things and be like, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. And I'd be like, okay, girly. Rebecca was distancing herself from everyone. Um, She... We were talking. We had a heart-to-heart. And she was like, you need to move out of that apartment, babe. She was like, it's not good for you. I can see it. You're such a good soul. Like, you don't need that. And, yeah. And, yeah, so the f- it eventually wrapped. And I didn't have... I literally didn't have anything to do. My paychecks were taking forever because I had joined halfway through. And the paperwork, like, wasn't done correctly or something. So I hadn't gotten paid. My paychecks didn't come through for, like, two months after. And I might get sued for this, but, like, they paid me an extra paycheck. And I kept it. So. Or maybe they didn't. And I'm just stupid. And I thought it was an extra one. So who the fuck knows? But, yeah. Oh, because this is why. My paychecks, they were sending me paychecks, like, as a check. And the mail went to Sean's apartment. And I wasn't living there anymore, obviously, because he was raping me. So, my paychecks. I was homeless, sleeping on Jill's couch. I was in my negatives in my bank accounts. And, yeah. My paychecks were being delivered to the man's house that sexually abused me. Um, I'm glad I unpacked that. What production did I work on after that? Okay, okay, okay. Now I know. I, Genesis and, before, wait, let's talk about this. Genesis and Natalie, like, got into it. Like, they hated each other towards the end. Because Natalie was just, like, literally saying she wasn't doing anything with her life. And they, like, got into this, like, tobacco. And... Rebecca was just, like, didn't understand what was happening between them. She thought Natalie was a mess. Um, I went to Chipotle with Genesis before we wrapped. And I met this man that she was talking to. I remember they came. And I found out that Chipotle used to serve margaritas. Like, they had margaritas. But then they stopped doing that. Um, very funny. Very silly. And yeah, the next 
film I worked on because of Genesis. Genesis had given had uh, uh, have given have had given my number to this really like weird annoying girl. That was it was just because I had worked for Natalie and then I moved to this, and it was just like girl. I was subbing in for someone. It wasn't really... It wasn't a full-time position. I was just doing, like, PA stuff for the day. Thank God it was just for the day. Because this woman was so anal. Made me get gas for the car. Made me do all this stupid bullshit. Made me learn their system. Just to do, like, nothing for the day. I went, picked up clothes, brought it to set. It was the other two that's on... HBO Max or whatever, that show about, like, these rich people. They were filming in in Astoria Park. They had this whole-ass campfire set up. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I should go and try and find that episode on HBO and be like, I saw them filming this. It's probably not even out yet, to be honest. And, yeah, it was such a horrible day. had the worst anxiety. It was in Navy Yards on the water next to Sean's apartment. So I had to walk past Sean's apartment and I had no idea where I was going. I didn't know how to get up to the thing. It was so goddamn stupid. I was so late because she just didn't answer the fucking phone. This girl was so goddamn annoying and gave me the biggest headache. And yeah, then the next job after that, I, Natalie reached out to me and she wanted me to help her on fucking what is it called queen latifah's show the equalizer um because someone had quit and everything went to a shit show and they needed someone bad and everyone was leaving and now i know why because it was such a horrible group of people i got there we were there for like two days we were subbing in fucking so ungodly it was to work with them. It was just like, it was, it was just, I, everyone thought I was weird. I mean, I am, but like, you don't have to be fucking rude about it. Natalie was like fucking up already. Um, lied about everything, said I had a computer, said I had all this shit, said I could do this, said I could do that, said I knew how to work. I forgot what the website was. Cache, that's what it's called. The film industry uses Cache, and it is the worst fucking app on the planet. That's what Hannah would do all the time. Hannah knew how to do Cache on the first film I worked on, and she would just do Cache. No one else had to do it. So I never learned how to do it. Um, and I never had a computer to do it. Anyway, I had a Chromebook, but it was packed up in a box. That was, I think, in Tana's or somewhere. Someone's apartment that I couldn't get it at the time for the first production. And yeah. Shit was crazy. What else? So we get there. This annoying fucking woman is having me go back. Natalie, oh my God, is printing out like piece, useless pieces of paper, like useless transactions. 
that are already filed and already like in there and already resolved and is having me highlight everything and it's so fucking ridiculous and is making me look bad because I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I was just, it was, girl, it was a lot. So overwhelming. I was having the worst things. I was having the worst derealization episodes in this building. This was like the first set set that I've ever been on. Like this shit was insane. They gave us a tour. It was, uh uh-uh. I never would have thought that you could literally like have, like it was, it was a warehouse. Like there were sets, like everything was covered. So it wasn't dusty. It was just so weird to see how they actually did things. The way they were building sets and all this, the fitting rooms. Queen Latifah was a bitch from what I heard. That she got people fired for, like, doing the stupidest things and she was the biggest kind. Um, yeah. I forget who the daughter was on the show, but apparently she was really famous, too. Okay. Where's the cast? No, because I feel like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No wonder everyone quits. The man from Sex in the City works on this. Who has all those sexual harassment complaints, bro? Uh-uh. That's probably what was happening. What was this man from? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That man is so sexy. Not the one that sexually harassed everyone. I'm talking about... Whatever. Um, yeah. So that happened. Um, they wanted me to step in and be like the computer person, which I couldn't do. I lied as long as I could, but it didn't last. Everyone told us to leave. Like, secretly, they were like, you need to get out. Like, it's just not good here. There was the biggest fucking gay bitches. The costume designer was this gay man that was like literally just looking me up and down, like sexualizing me. So goddamn gross. You could just, like, tell. Did not even, like, say hello to me. And, yeah. Horrible experience. And then I became Natalie's PA after that. Like, she wanted me to organize this... Oh, my goodness. Moral of the story, we didn't stay at the Queen. They didn't want us to work. And I was like, thank God. Because I wasn't going to take it either. Um... Natalie made me organize her. She has this showroom that she wanted me to organize. Literally, I organized the whole thing. I cleaned it up to down. I made it look so nice. She had so much shit in there. Literally, there was no way that it could all fit in there. Organized the whole thing. Like, put everything up. She had bought the most unnecessary shit for this. Um, found out she was pregnant. Found out she was keeping the baby found out that she wasn't in a relationship with the man. 
Um, she lives in a two-bedroom in Greenpoint that's on, like, the top floor. has this big patio or whatever. It's, like, 4000 a month. It is 2000 per person. Shit is insane. It was a very pretty apartment, but, like, you could tell she was a drug addict, and she was into that. I went on a date. Like, I third wheeled on a date she was on with this man that was smaller than her, and, like, I remember... He was, I, I'm pretty sure he was bald. Um, and yeah, so I became her personal assistant. Would like clean out this room. I was so depressed when I was doing this. I was having the worst anxiety. I was so suicidal cleaning out this showroom. Um, that was like the weekend of Alex's birthday, I swear. I had just moved into my new apartment um, was sleeping on, like, a fur coat, seeing the worst man. I just put all my eggs in one basket with this man. He, sh- he literally cracked them all. He sat in the basket, bro. Literally, whatever. And, yeah. So, she moved into a new fucking showroom. All my hard work went to, like, the garbage. And it was, yeah. And it was... What can I say? Um, do I think I'm forgetting anything? I mean... I, yeah, I was, I was, I was at my last limb, yo. I was paying rent with, like, no money. I wasn't spending any money because I had no money. And whatever. But that was my experience in the film industry. And will I go back? Maybe. Do I want to go back? Maybe. Um, with Natalie? No. Do I talk to Natalie? No. Have I returned Natalie's jacket? No. Um, I'm so hungry. I might walk and get a Philly cheesesteak. I might kill myself. Yeah. And then I had like a whole month off after that. And I was trying to figure out what to do with my life. And everyone was worried. And I was depressed. And I spent every day in bed. And then I got sick. I got... Yeah. Because then I got sick. And then I had mystery pox. They never found out what it was. It didn't test positive for chicken pox. And it didn't test positive for... Um... Monkeypox. I had gotten... When I said that I was seeing a man that was like... I crushed all my eggs. This was the man. He gave me this. I I hadn't slept with anyone. And I slept with him. And then a rash appeared all over me. And I couldn't work for a month. Because everyone was telling me that it was monkeypox. The ER was like, it's monkeypox. They kept me in quarantine the whole day at the fucking ER. Charged me $3,000 for this. 
for a cheese sandwich. So stupid. And then I was looking on... I thought this was the end. I thought that I was going to kill myself and I thought that I was just going to give up. I, but then I was like, no, we got to do this. We got to get back. We got to, you didn't move to New York to give up. The last year has kicked my ass, but like, no. So I fucking got my ass up, applied to, I walked around everywhere, applied to jobs, and then finally got an interview at 787 Coffee. To be continued.